Good morning. My name is Dave Parsons, and I'm here with Marsha Veldman, someone whom I've long admired as one of the people in Bloomington that actually is out doing the things that so many of us think are necessary and, and wonderful things to do. The one thing that I thought we probably should spend the most time on was Citizens Climate Lobby. I, I think that has potential to possibly make a, a difference on the national national scene. So mm -hmm. what is that and, and how did that come about and what are they trying to do? All right. And I agree with you, and certainly Citizens Climate Lobby is where I dedicate most of my volunteer time. Um, I first heard about it in January 2013, and it was a very Citizens Climate Lobby kind of thing. It was just some person from California calling me. And the reason she called me is because I'm co-chair of the Green Sanctuary Task Force, and she was a Unitarian Universalist and, you know, uh -huh. knows that they're kind of people who get a lot done. So yeah, she, yes. it was a complete cold call. She told me about Citizens Climate Lobby and their approach, which is, it's a very focused group. We're focused on passing carbon fee and dividend legislation on the national level. But it works from this really beautiful perspective of building relationships. So it comes from such a positive place and is so, um, so well organized. And yet groups have a lot of latitude to uh, do what they are inspired to do on behalf of Citizens Climate Lobby, but we're just asked to do it from a place of appreciation, gratitude, and respect. So, um, so yeah, so um, this woman told me about Citizens Climate Lobby and said, Indiana is an orphan state, meaning we had no Citizens Climate Lobby presence in Indiana, mm -hmm. and that was in 2013 and uh, asked if I'd be interested in helping get a chapter going. So I went back to the Green Sanctuary and talked about this and um, we did our homework because um, I am not really the kind of person who's eager to start something new necessarily unless it really fits a niche that isn't being filled. And there really was nothing like it. We, you know, kind of vetted them as an organization mm -hmm. and they got rave reviews from the... Uh, the Quaker Committee on National Legislation said they're wonderful. So, you know, after doing that, we're like, okay, this, it was good timing because at the, with the Green Sanctuary, we'd done a lot of work over a decade to educate the congregation, to improve our facilities. Um, and so it was kind of good time to do that, reaching out in the mission mm -hmm. of the uh, UU Church, which it's part of it is changing the world. And mm -hmm. so I feel like Citizens Climate Lobby has that potential to change the world. How exactly does the Citizens Climate Lobby build relationships? You say that the focus is on building relationships. So how does that work? I mean, what do you do to, to do that? All right. So 
We have five levers for building political will. And uh, the first being meeting with our members of Congress, having ongoing dialogue with our members of Congress. So for example, right now we're in what we call the spring lobby drive. And um, we have meetings scheduled with the offices of Senator Donnelly and Senator Young and Representative Trey Hollingsworth. And that's just here in District 9. Um, since we started our chapter here in 2013, there are now four other chapters in Indiana. And this morning I got an email and Evansville is ready to start a new <laughs> chapter, oh, which great. made me really excited because so, I'm actually working as the co-state coordinator. And that's mm -hmm. my focus is to try and get chapters in every district in Indiana. So that little, and we got two orphan, left to go. <laughs> that little orphan has grown. And yeah. Close to having five. What did you say? So five we have five seven? chapters. Have five. Are you going to have six? And we'll have six in May. Uh, yeah. And, and there many? are nine congressional districts, but mm -hmm. like our Indianapolis chapter covers two districts. Um, so so yes. they add up a little more quickly that way. So that's one of the things is, you know, meeting directly with members of Congress and their staff. And I notice. You didn't discriminate Democrat, Republican, or it's everybody. No, yeah. it is everyone. We're a nonpartisan organization, and um, we actually really believe that um, we want for the legislation to come from the Republicans. Um, and our approach is something that many Republicans can hang with because it's a— a market-based approach. It's revenue neutral. So it's really addressing the issue that right now the negative externalities, the um, the pollution, the climate change issues, the health costs of burning fossil fuels are not being borne by the fossil fuel industry. They're being borne by all of us yeah. through increased health care costs, through, um, well, climate change, you know, we're seeing more severe droughts and flooding. And so these costs are being borne by society. And what we're saying is, let's put a price on carbon that makes it pay for the societal cost. So the fossil fuel industry would be paying for that. And then taking that that revenue from that fee on carbon and returning it to households so that as, of course, the increased costs, you know, as you pay more for coal, the uh, electricity here in Indiana, that's about 85% from coal, mm -hmm. is going to go up in price. But with our plan, households most households actually will come out ahead financially. So so this is a market-based approach. It kind of frees the economy, frees the industry to go to where the best solutions are. Um, and it's revenue neutral, which is a real important tenant for Republicans. So... Um, 
we as an organization don't take a stance on, you know, regulations. We're supportive of the clean power plant because as long as we don't have this market-based solution in place, we need regulations. But honestly, if the, our plan is passed today, we will not need a lot of the regulations that are currently in place because it will exceed the emissions reductions that are necessary.